Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games games released each week. You can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus. This is an unspoiled network podcast. This is Unscrupled covering Buffy the Vampire Slayer season 5 episodes 8 and 9 Shadow and Listening to Fear. In these episodes, fuck you, Joss. The, like, this got way too real. <laughs> Welcome to Unscruple. All right, who the fuck are you? Uh, this is Bitches, and who the fuck are you? I'm Money, and together we are Bitches, bitches and money. money. I did not fake you out that time. That's and, good, because uh, I would have killed you with my hands. I know you would have. And I'm right here now. Yes, you are. So, yeah. You did not warn me. What? 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 I'm not supposed to warn you. That We're called fucking unspoiled, for Christ's sake. What the hell are you even saying? Because I woke up this morning, and I'm like, okay, we have to podcast tonight, so I'm going to watch Buffy. So I'm going to sit down in my bathroom with a cup of coffee and kind of slowly wake up with uh, Buffy. And the, I just stared and, at the wall for a while. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> nice, relaxing Buffy. Let all your cares This was go stressful. Away. Yeah. This was difficult. Like all of our parental issues and maturity that we have very little of is getting stretched. <laughs> And God, it's like, yeah, this was a very affecting pair of episodes and I'm kind of not okay with it. I'm kind of traumatized. I'm actually a little relieved because I find these episodes to be kind of boring. Um, so I, I, I'm glad they they really showed the power of the storytelling that's happening. How that, much of like, your background am I allowed to get into here? Uh, a bit. Oh, yeah, I'm a little desensitized to television Like, you're the one problems. with the dead mom, I mean. Yeah, yeah. But my dead mom experience was different than this dead mom experience. Yes. Also, Riley is there. Yeah. I Riley's keep forgetting totally about there. him. Well, don't worry, because he somehow, um... Getting vampire whores to drink his blood makes him even more boring. <laughs> I actually liked that part. I was like, oh, Sandy's a vampire. Is he trying to get turned? Oh, you killed the bitch. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? Like, that was not cool. That was not honorable. Um, He's kind of going dark. He's... But, like, he he's not dark Anakin. He's dark Luke, where his dark is just kind of, you know... Uh, it's a light gray. Um, yes, he he killed a vampire. 
That same thing that Buffy does six six times every night. Yeah, but Buffy doesn't try to fuck them first. Yeah, that's true. She doesn't, like, earn their trust or anything. It's like, hi, it's my job to kill you. And they're like, your job to kill me? The hell you say, it's my job to kill you back. This is how forgettable Riley is. Yeah. Like, you'd already gone to work, but I turned it on and it said previously on Buffy. And it showed Riley at the bar talking to Sandy. And I pause it and I'm like, Gwen... Am I on the wrong episode? Because <laughs> I don't remember this. Yeah, he totally did that. So he's hanging out in the demon bar with... Well, where else is he going to go if he goes to Yield American Bar? It's not like he can talk about his problems. At least in the demon bar, he's... You I know. feel like in Sunnydale, he could. Uh, okay, Because what? a giant snake did eat... Some eat the principal and blow up the high school. <laughs> okay, but they elected the giant snake mayor first, so uh, he wasn't a snake like then, but you could tell in his heart. Anyway, point is, I think, first of all, Sunnydale probably has four bars. One of them's the bronze, and the other two, other than the demon bar, are probably inside an Applebee's. So, I mean, he can either hang out with kids or demons. Or I don't feel or... like Sunnydale is classy enough to have an Applebee's. Oh. Even, <laughs> even that tiny town in Connecticut we lived in had an Applebee's. I know. And, like, you could get a dessert shooter with heroin on it. <laughs> yeah. And it was kind of good. <laughs> what, was, what did you like to eat there? Was it the the maple something? Yeah, they have, like, a maple butter bar thing that was Maple covered. butter blondie. That yes. Was and it was covered in, like, crack. They because... gave you a, a sizzling hot plate of crack to pour on it. It was yes. great. So, um, don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> Just sugar. Um, yeah, but this had a lot of, like, young adult fear and responsibility. Uh-huh. And, yeah, it was kind of scary. And I think this is the first time we've really seen the Scooby gang kind of really be Buffy's support network rather than her buddies. Yeah. This is when, like, you know, you kind of see them coming together as friends. It's like, yes, of course we'll look for a magic cure for your mom, but we gotta let you know that's kind of not a thing. But, like, how about we, you know... But they are picking up the slack. And they're, yeah. like, they're learning that, you know, Buffy really has shit to deal with now. Mm-hmm. The, ne- the, the next Slayer is in prison. I feel like, you know, maybe one of them should break in and kill her so that there's another Slayer that can take up the mantle. I feel like they're, like, not a single one of them is ept enough to break into prison and kill a Slayer. Riley would be. No, no, he would not be ept enough for that. No, Riley sucks at things. And one of the things he sucks at is espionage. Um, like, he would get, oh my god, Faith would hurt him so much and it would be funny. But, but yeah, nah, uh. I did like the way they kept going, we need to call Buffy. It's like, we're not calling Buffy. It's like, yes, boundaries, guys. Fight evil yourselves for a minute. Okay, so um, what other ancillary stuff do we have? Anya is hilarious. I I hate that it took this long, but I'm glad that there's finally an Anya I can get behind. I agree. She so truly is blossoming. Um, Spike is sniffing panties. Sweaters. They didn't do panties on didn't purpose. Did he steal some panties on the way out? He might have stolen panties, but they were clean. I think, unless she puts dirty ones in her drawers. I 
like Strong? smelling clean laundry, actually. Oh, yeah. Like, the smell of Tide, I, I want there to be a Tide-scented candle. <laughs> there is. Is there? Yeah. I'll so. take you to Yankee Candle later. I don't want Yankee Candle. Oh, wait. Do they have the double wicks? Yeah. Like this one? Okay, good. Because I hate the single That ones. one is a double wick. That is Yankee Candle and double wick I right know. in it. I... Guys, it's sage and citrus. It's the best flavor ever. We're going to huff it right now. Right now. Oh, yeah, that's the stuff. We When we go, we have to take all the manly scents and uh, make fun of them. So Okay. Like They're... Dark Midnight. And... I, I, yeah, that one does smell like a dude. Silver Ice. And also a dude. Gun. <laughs> Manana! Fizz bitch! Yeah. Um, yes, those are all Yankee Candle flavors. Don't question me. Anyway, um... So, yeah, there's a lot of side stuff going on, except not really. Giles proves himself to be not thinking about what he's selling to people, or, okay, not knowing that something's I don't think it's bad. fair to criticize Giles, because Anya has had 1,100 years to, like, experience all of the bad shit. Yes. Giles has only ever read about most of it in books. This is true. So, like, he's... Like, he has a lot of information that he has to sift through, and I don't think he could recognize that these two things, while innocuous on their own, being sold together is a red flag. I don't think it's fair for Giles to have to know that. Okay, that's accurate. Um, Also, it wasn't that big a deal. It didn't end up being that big a deal, but it very nearly was. So guess who is the only, who is the character other than Joyce that I felt the worst for in this episode? Huh. Mm, not Buffy, because you hate her. Uh, I don't hate Buffy. I just, like, sometimes she can be hard to take. Well, yes, she's a teenage girl. Um, let's see. Dawn's too obvious. Uh, it is none of the Scooby Gang. I will give you that. Okay, okay. What, that that doctor kid? No. No? It was the snake. Yeah, of course you felt the bad snake, for the snake. Like that was a really good costume. Yeah, and I don't like. Here's here's what I'm gonna say about bad CGI is that in the 90s they knew that CGI was obvious, and so they used it very sparingly, mm-hmm. and they used it to very good effect. Here, you could still tell it was fake and stupid, but it doesn't linger on it. Right. It so goes back to the. It's not the like costume. Transformers where you're just staring at a green screen the whole time. Yeah. You know, and oh look. Look, uh, Shia LaBeouf, I want you to emote at this tennis ball. (laughs) Poor Shia. Yeah. Uh, Well, he made his bed. No wonder he turned to cannibalism. What? (laughs) We'll talk later. I'll show you a thing that's the best thing ever. I don't want it. Will this ruin holes for me? Uh, No, it won't ruin anything. Some Okay, there are some people who did an entire, like, operatic music video about Shia, Shia LaBeouf for Shia LaBeouf. And it's freaking amazing. It's got like an orchestra and ballet dancers and uh, uh, paper mache heads. It's it's brilliant. And That is the most Kanye thing I have heard all day. And Kanye is back in the news again. So What the hell did Kanye do? Oh, he's uh, he supports Trump and thinks slavery was a choice. What? Yeah, it's weird. I'm going to go back and find that. Oh, my God. I don't know what's wrong with the man. I used to like describe him as our Cassandra because as rude as he was, 
Mm-hmm. Beyonce's video was a lot better than Taylor Swift's, and no, and you know what? George W. Bush didn't care about black people. Well, yeah, but now it sounds like Kanye West doesn't care about black people. Yeah, that's weird. So you are no longer Cassandra, and I'm stuck on Greek references because this weekend I finished Troy, a Fall of a City, which I have thoughts on, and we're going back to Buffy. Okay, there you go. Uh huh. So yes, we have a name for this bitch. Yes. And it's Glory. Yes. So Glory needs to find the key. Yes. And she has an ugly demon as her minion. Yes. All these things are accurate. I didn't like how obsequious he was and also how he was like, I am so wretched. Because that doesn't feel like what she wants from her minions. Why do you think he's like that? I mean, I feel like he's like that. I feel like she wouldn't care. Like, okay. she's she's the type that's like, you're annoying me. I'm going to kill you and find someone else. Okay. And that's not the answer to the question that I asked. Why is he like that? I don't know. Okay. I don't know him well enough. Does he have a name? I don't know. They haven't said one. Okay. Um. Actually, I think they have. I just don't remember. Okay. Well, if they have, I don't remember what it was, but that's kind of who I am as a person. Anyway, so what do you think she is then if she's got minions like this of this caliber and can make giant snakes? The Scooby Gang speculates that she predates written language. Alrighty. Which I don't think tracks with who she is. Okay. Like one that would make her more likely to be to appear in books and not less because there would be stories that have been passed down and Well, they did find some stuff in books that seems to seems to point to some stuff that we know that the Scoopies don't. Also, her lack of patience does not track with her being thousands of years old. Hmm. Okay. Because when you're immortal, like, you forget to update your fashion every couple decades. <laughs> and yeah. we've we've already seen this in-universe with the vampires, like, being really behind on fashion. And Spike still has an 80s leather jacket and uh, Billy Idol hair. No, he hasn't got Billy Hi- Idol Not hair Not Billy anymore. Idol. I'm th- who am I thinking of? I think of Sting. Oh, he d- he does have Sting hair, but, you know... In the late 90s, early 1000s, that was pretty cool still. Yeah, but it was cool in, like, a retro way. Like, Spike is accidentally cool in that, like, it's like the people with aviator sunglasses who are, like, 90. Mm. Like, they wore them back when they were cool. And, and now they they're cool, cool again. cool again, yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't... I, no, okay, not maybe. I don't... I'm sorry. Spike is inherently cool in every... Um, time period he is in because he makes a real study of it. He is so uptight deep in his dark little soul about not being the nerdy guy again that he really uh, works on his look. And he's quite successful at it. Okay, whatever. I also hate that everyone wears jackets in Southern California. Yeah, none of us wear jackets, guys. It's got to be December for us to wear a freaking jacket. I mean, especially Angel. Like, well, I guess maybe he doesn't really have body heat, but like, there's a lot of leather jackets and people wearing jackets all the time. And I don't think 
people understand how hot it is down here. Okay, the vampires could wear a fucking parka and it's not going to matter. There's still going to be room temperature. They don't retain heat because they don't create it. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, so, but the real, like, emotional stakes here are Joyce. Yeah. Who has a thing going on in her head. Yeah, she has a shadow. Um, yeah, and she doesn't know how to talk to uh, her daughters about it. Well, how do you talk to anyone about that? By the way, I might have a brain tumor and it's going to make me out fucked up and then, you know, possibly die or be a vegetable or have a stroke or God only knows what else. Yeah. They're going to cut out pieces of me and... I don't know who I'm going to be on the I other side. I don't know side. how to answer that question. I do yeah. know that, like, like, Christine Sutherland's acting is really good and how she conveys yes. that she doesn't know how to answer this question. And Buffy's, or Sarah Michelle Gellar's acting is really good in how she reacts <clears throat> to, like, because this is not the same Buffy. This is a Buffy who has a responsibility to her little sister that we've never seen before. Yep. So, and all of a sudden, the role reversal with mother and child, where her mom is pleading with her, please take me home. Right. Yep. But that hasn't happened yet. That's next episode. Oh, fine. But still. So, like, yeah, this this episode was really stressful to watch. Because, like, the idea of, okay, one, Buffy's in college. Right? So she's got all of that to worry about. Yep. Um, she has this duty to patrol... And kill things that are a danger. Yes. She's got a sister that she doesn't, that isn't her sister, but she still decides that she cares about is going to protect. Mm-hmm. And now add that she has to, like, be emotional support for her mother during this time and also learn to adult. Like, nothing was more terrifying <coughs> than the doctor was sitting down and was like, hey, um, what does your insurance company take? Like, what is yeah. the, like, that is not something that you know how to do as a 20-year-old. No. No, it really isn't. Um, and, hell, I'm pushing 40 and I still don't know how to do half that shit. Right. Which is, like, this is why it's, I'm, this is why I, I wish we, I go further than single payer and I think we should have a National Institute of Health. In that I don't want to deal with forms. <laughs> uh, ever yeah because it's stupid yeah it's always the same form can't i just like put that information once into a centralized database and have it just be there and they could just bring up my records right i don't want my doctors to worry about how they're getting paid whether it be from medicare for all or a private insurance company i don't want them to have to like email each other in order to get my records that i especially some don't want them to send me bills afterward so, by the oh, way, yeah. guys, here's a here's a trick. Like, if you go to the doctor, this is something that has popped up since Obamacare, and it really bugs the shit out of me. Um, sometimes they'll just randomly send you bills and hope that you pay them. Yeah, my cardiologist is trying to do that. Did you call them and uh, say, what is this for? I'm not paying this? Uh, that's going to be tomorrow's job. I've okay. got a lot of things going on. Today. Yeah, I know. But I just want you all to know that this is something that doctors do now. Yeah. Is that they send you a bill for nothing. And hope that you pay it rather than cause yeah. a stink. It's like, and my response is you should you should start sending them bills for your time. Yeah. It's like I paid my copay. Okay. You guys knew exactly what the, uh, 
you you knew exactly what the appointment was going to entail when I had it. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is this shit? Don't even ask them that. Just say, no, we're, we are settled up. I should not be receiving a bill. I will be, you will be in touch with my lawyer if I receive any more. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to need a bullshit. new cardiologist. No, they all do that. Okay. So. Well, no, they'll refuse to see me anymore once they realize I'm not a sucker. No, they'll still see you. They still need people who pay their bills. They still need people with insurance, honey. Okay. That's fair. So, it's like you're, it's like Comcast, you know? They tack on a charge. They hope you don't notice. And then if you do notice, they're like, oops, we're sorry. Mm-hmm. But they still got the money from the people who didn't notice. So, anyway. Gonna flip a table. Yes. And, yeah, this was super scary. And, like, looking at... Being in the doctor's office and waiting for news and you don't know what it's going to be is terrifying. As someone who's had, like, both my appendix and my face opened. Yeah. Like, I still have to go for CT scans every 18 months. And it's terrifying. And it's like, are they going to have to cut my face open again? And for me, it's it's scary. And the only, the only real stakes I have is like, oh, I'm not going to be able to eat food for six weeks. Hmm. Like, I'll have to live off milkshakes and, like, pureed mashed potatoes. (laughs) And I hate mashed potatoes without lumps, you know? Well, uh, sweetie, we have a cuisinart now. We can, like, put more things in the potatoes. We can't use some cauliflower. Oh, God. (laughs) But there's all kinds of stuff we can puree. It still sucks. Oh, yes, of course it sucks. It stresses me out, and I hate doing it, and those are the stakes. So I can't imagine if your fucking brain... Is on the line here. Yeah. Oh, man. And just... Just the process of watching Joyce, who's always been, like, the quintessential mom, breaking down in front of us. Having those episodes where she just starts screaming obscenities out of nowhere. I am legit mad at the show for for not using her last season. Because, like, it's an important developmental time when your kid leaves the nest for the first time and i'm still mad that she goes home and there's a bunch of stuff in her room and like that's not how that goes down i've been there my mom was always like you want to come home this weekend you can use your old bed Mm. do you want to come do your laundry do you want to come over for dinner that's how moms operate when this is when this is going on especially a mom like joyce yeah she'd be like all worried and shit and, you know, your mom does the same thing. Your new mom. My aunt mom. Yes. Yeah, she wants me to come over and do laundry as much as possible. She right. was heartbroken when I bought a washer dryer. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> She's all the way in fucking Anaheim, though. I know, but it's on the way home from work. Ah, okay. That also means you need to get up early enough to put your laundry in the truck. And also, I could do it right there. It's like through two doors. I know. But I should go and see my mom more. Yeah, let's go see your mom at some point. We will. We'll schedule it. Because okay. she she does a lot of volunteer work. So, um, where was I? Um, uh, Mom's. Yeah, mom is... Joyce is not doing well. And, like, full disclosure, guys, my favorite cousin recently had a brain tumor. And they've decided after the biopsy, after they shaved her head and drilled a fucking hole in it, that they're not going to do anything about it because there's nothing they can do that won't cause more damage. And apparently it's a thing now that people don't, that they're like, 
the bar for brain surgery is a lot higher than it used to be. Huh. Because, like, they're saying, okay, well, yeah, these tumors grow, but you have to balance that against what fucking damage you're going to do to the brain getting it out. Well, yeah. I mean, if it's on the surface of the brain, then it's, you know, easy peasy, kind of. But if it's, like, buried in there. Right. You don't know what the fuck you're cutting into. Exactly. It's like, ah, there goes fourth grade. Don't think that's how it works. Shh, let me have my dreams. But, okay, so Dawn is around here, and this is this is actually really working, how Dawn is reacting and um. Yeah, they're getting better going. at dawning. Yeah, Dawn feels like a 13-year-old girl now instead of a 7-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the thing is, uh, where she's sitting there, she's, like, trying to figure out what CAT scan means. And Buffy's about to get fucking pissed off at her and then looks at her and realizes, oh, this is Dawn coping. Okay, time for hugs. And Buffy actually has no experience being a big sister, so. Yeah, all of her experience is implanted. God only knows how good the monks did on that. It's like, hmm, what would a... What would a teenage girl feel like when presented with a younger sister? Uh, pudding? I don't know. So Glory's plan is to um, buy some things because uh, she needs to find the key. Yep. Why she doesn't cast this spell, this seeing spell on her minion is beyond me. Um, Because the giant snake attracts a lot of attention okay so the giant okay they they mentioned that this spell is specifically for serpents why does she get a spell specifically for warty weirdos they're not that easy to come across <laughs> but yeah the people who developed this this spell in particular were uh absurdly repti- specific reptile worshipers so yes i don't know turn him into a reptile there's got to be a spell for that Oh, they turn like, people into fish. Like, Why are you making this harder than it needs to be? Because I feel bad for the fucking snake who just wanted to chill out in his little glass aquarium. He didn't want to hurt anyone. And then he got drafted into the stupid fucking thing and got his face punched in. He didn't deserve that. Okay. You know I'm right. Yeah, you're right. I mean... It's like Lady Deathstrike in X-Men 2. Oh, for fuck's sake. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, I just never expected you to link any link a rando reptile in a rubber mat and a rubber suit on Buffy to Lady fucking Dexter. If you don't think that I am still fucking salty 15 years later about Lady Deathstrike. <laughs> well, of course you are. They made her a zombie when she was one of the most badass mutants in town. But like... And the only Asian woman at the time. In all of the Marvel Universe, yes. Um, (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So back to Buffy. Yeah. Um, Snakey Pooh gets incarnated and sent after... He was really cute. Like, that that was so well done. (laughs) You you liked his torso and his ripped arms? I liked his eyes. Like, his eyes had a lot of character. Okay. And he, like, he looked curious, like a big snake would be if it suddenly found itself in a giant-ass body. Well, yeah, yeah. There there was a lot going on for him that day, but he gets sent off on a mission to find the key. And she says, looking on the holy places, which I thought was, I don't know, weird. What so, do you think? 
holy places. I didn't catch that. Oh, yeah. She said search. Oh, God, I forget what the exact wording is, but something about search all the holy places. So what holy places does Sneaky Boy search other than the magic shop? Graveyards, I think. I don't know. Maybe he chills in some churches, a couple synagogues. Temple. A couple of synagogues? Okay, there's only one in Sunnydale. I but know. Sure I was about to say, was... <laughs> like, bitch, how m- this is not a very cosmopolitan area. I actually stopped in Rancho Cucamonga last night and there was nothing. So. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty it's pretty dank. Did you think to yourself what it would look like covered in vampires? No, because that's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> All right. It looks like a bunch of strip malls and suburb housing and, you know, there was probably a an underage bar somewhere. Oh yeah. Like you do. In Rancho Cucamonga. <laughs> so, holy places. It doesn't. Fi- it finds Dawn. It does find Dawn. Luckily, Buffy sees it and beats feet right after it. Right, and there was a, that was actually a super intense chase scene. I loved how they worked with the snake moving around. Shit. Yeah. I love that the snake is smart enough to like, oh, I have to get off the road because this fast red box can't. <laughs> travel fast elsewhere yes i'm going where did they end up though was that the high school no it was like near glory's house yeah it was near glory's house which she's got a really nice apartment you guys um and yeah i think they were kind of just out of sight of glory's house when buffy leapt upon the snake and um tried to strangle it failed because doesn't it, work because it's got those giant ass things on its back like she can't get a good grip to cut and, off air and also it was totally playing possum yeah it's like yeah you think you killed me sucker um and then she beats it to death with her bare fists buffy okay so i felt for buffy in this moment because she's got a lot of rage and frustration to work out I, and there's a giant snake threatening her family and that's something she can do like she can't make the tumor go away there's no spell there's mm-hmm. no demon to kill uh so she just channels it all into punching this poor snake yeah yeah but who's to say if there was any actual like natural snakiness left in there or if it was just a tool now a tool of glory it wasn't fair. So. Okay. Well. Also, I wanted to see more of it because it was really, like, it really looked good. And, like, I don't know. Glory with a pet snake is kind of cool. Sh- Cooler <sighs> than fucking Voldemort. This happened before Voldemort. I know. So they had time to make it better and they didn't. Damn it, JK. Uh, that wasn't her fault. That was movies. But. um, Okay. <laughs> she had some creative control. Um, yeah, but she didn't get to decide what the snake looked like. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, so, and that's pretty much what we get in that first episode? Yeah, like, there's some... Yeah, that's, the Scooby Gang isn't up to a whole hell of a lot. But Tara <laughs> is showing up a lot, even though she doesn't really have a whole lot to do. Well, she's showing up a lot and saying vague things about about like egyptian cults and stuff um and and willow is being supportive i guess yeah (laughs) yeah and then we also have some uh shade thrown at uh, riley for 
using grenades instead of waiting for his friends. Well, to be fair, they're not his friends. No, they're not. Riley has no friends. Riley needs Riley needs to go back to the military. He's got nothing better to do. Like It's true. Was this the episode where he tried to like make Don feel better by going to the carousel? Or was that the next one? They I don't kind remember. of they kind of blend together. Yeah, Riley had a, a yeah, shining moment of trying to be a good boyfriend where uh oh shit, we didn't talk about Spike. Okay. Riley tries to be a good boyfriend by taking Dawn to the carousel and she shares how like the carousel's a little bittersweet for her because, you know, just reminds her about that time that she had no friends and mom bought an hour on the carousel. But whatever. Um she's That was the, actually a really cute story. Yeah. And she's in a dark she's in a dark place, so she can be morose if she wants to. You you do that, sweetie. Don't mm-hmm. even eat that ice cream. It's fine. Um But then she like Tries to compliment Riley and tell him how how what a nice guy he is and and makes him feel. So can I tell you something? Always. You know how our awesome listeners send us all kinds of cool Harry Potter-themed stuff? Mm -hmm. Pop dolls, books, journals, candy. I mean, they send us so much stuff. Yeah. I kind of still want more stuff. (laughs) You greedy bitch. I know. Don't tell anybody. (laughs) Remember when you used to make fun of people who had Harry Potter stuff? I know. What happened to me? You happened to me. <laughs> and now every time I see Harry Potter anything, I want it. But I see a lot of the same stuff over and over again. Sometimes they'll have Ravenclaw stuff with fucking ravens on it. Uh, well, now that you mention it, I do know somewhere that you can get really unusual handmade Harry Potter items shipped to you every month. And they know that Ravenclaw's animal is an eagle because they're not a bunch of goddamn posers. Ooh, tell me. It's our new sponsor, Box. They're giving everyone who subscribes with the code UNSPOILED 10% off their first three boxes. And every month you get three to five specially curated items, including at least one that is specific to your house, all delivered right to your door. This sounds amazing. I know, right? And because Box focuses on unique handcrafted items, you're also supporting a series of other small businesses. Plus, you're guaranteed to not have the same gear as some filthy casual who picked up a Raven keychain at Walmart. Well, I'm a lot of things, but you know I'm not casual. Not a casual bone in your body. That's why Box is for you. Well, shit, girl, where do I sign up? Akiobox.com. And don't forget to look for them on Facebook and Instagram too. Facebook.com backslash the Akiobox and Instagram.com backslash the Akiobox. Um, what's the code again? Really? <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot. <laughs> the code is unspoiled. That makes total sense. <laughs> Akiobox. Magic delivered. <laughs> Not great because he's got this crap that Spike put in his head while he was sniffing Buffy stuff. Um, 
Spike has now apparently fully embraced his love for Buffy and is trying to drive all is men. A strong word. Okay, obsession with Buffy and is trying to drive his rival man folk out of the picture. And it's totes working. Good job, Spike. His manipulative powers are in full swing. I genuinely feel for Riley at this point, though. How come? Because he feels useless. Mm. Um, he knows that Buffy doesn't love him. Mm-hmm. And he can't break up with her because she's got enough going on. And he doesn't need to add to that. But being with her is painful. Yes, but... You know, like, he's got to wait until things stabilize and Joyce gets out of the hospital or dies. And he's got to let this current meteor of stress blow over before he can make his, make his exit. And he doesn't mm. want to in the first place because he does love Buffy. And I, like, but he's got this thing hanging over his head. Like, he knows he's going to get dumped sooner or later. So I genuinely felt bad for him in this position. And the right thing to do is to... Stick it out until Buffy is in a headspace where she can handle being dumped. Wow. Okay, yeah, that's that's pretty dark. That sucks to be him. Yeah. And, like, sometimes you have to delay a breakup until your significant other is on more solid footing. Or until you've been to that concert that you have tickets for. That's the Margaret Show up. <laughs> She's a little... Um, less I don't know it's it it's probably what I would do too yeah okay so to be fair I have totally not broken up with people until after finals so that they wouldn't have wouldn't fail all their tests yep yeah so this is like a much more intense version of that okay and yeah Riley's doing the not to mention his whole his entire thing is not being uh, needed by her. Instead, being a support beam instead of another thing she has to fucking take care of and worry about. Yeah. And she needs her support beams now. It's true. And yeah, she hasn't got a lot of people who she doesn't have to take care of right now. So, okay. Yeah. I get it, right? Well, okay. That's the thing, though. Riley was never a bad boyfriend. He's just a forgettable Everything boyfriend. is perfect about him on paper. Yeah. Like, he's he can connect with Buffy. They have similar experiences in fighting demons. He gets why she has to disappear at some point. But that doesn't mean that there's chemistry. Mm, yeah. Even when there was supposed chemistry, I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it either. Like, Riley, it is, it is time for you to leave this show. and It's past time, Riley. Just go. Yeah. And to be honest, like, I feel like the cast could use a little whittling down. Okay. Just because, like, we are five years in. We have Mm -hmm. had a total of one person leave the show. Two of them uh, left, but they went to a spinoff. So they're still here. Okay. So the one person who's left the show was... Oz. Okay. Just want to make sure we're on the same page. Yes. Um... Yeah, yeah. So, is Riley the only one you want to see go? Or are there more? I want Xander to go. Okay. I don't think Xander... I just don't think he's really adding much. It's it's fine when they focus on him and they make good use of him, but as far as the overarching narrative goes, mm-hmm. he's not very useful. Yeah. And, like, right now, I'm 
only care about him in that his presence means Anya's around, but Anya should be dating Spike. Problem solved. <laughs> ah, but that would wrap everything up with a nice little bow, wouldn't it? And then we don't have a show anymore. It's just like the Happy Couples episode. It's always been the Happy Couple. Like, the only person who doesn't have a steady girlfriend is Giles. Yeah, when will he find love? I mean, I don't know why he's not more into this ubiquitous British black lady. Because she's fucking hot. She's not local. She's only passing through town every so often. Well, then marry her so that she's local. Um, maybe she doesn't want that. Maybe okay. they're just good. I don't at... know what she wants because she's not around for us to find out. Maybe they're just good layovers. I mean, and the last time she was in town, everybody's voice got stolen. She almost got her heart cut out. Okay, then he needs to move to England because yeah, I I gotta be honest. I like I'm not big on Giles still being around either. Like I like that they're trying to make him relevant again by putting him in the middle of everything with the magic shot. Mm-hmm. Because it seems to be the new focal point now that there's no more high they, school. They needed a gathering place. Right. And there's, let's be honest, that was that was another problem with season four is that it had no focal point and no home base. Yeah. Yeah. That they is tried to accurate. make it Willow and uh, Buffy's room, but that didn't really work. Well, it's not a place where you can have more people than just Willow and Buffy. Right. Also, how's Amy? I'm a little worried. Um, as far as I know, she's still a rat. Yeah. She briefly came back that one time, but... Yeah. Just for a second. Yeah. Hmm. You think we're ever going to get resolution on that? I don't know. Like, it feels... The fact that we have that throwaway scene where she turns back from a rat, (laughs) and that means the actress is still here... And okay. the writers care enough about Amy for us to be able to recognize her face. Okay. It suggests they want her there. But I'm really mad at both Tara and Willow for not having come up with an undo spell yet. Because Amy's parents could probably use some closure. Um, Remember the first Amy episode where we find out that her mom is a fucking horrible oh, human that's right. being her who mom, gets turned into a statue? Her mom a is a trophy. And, yeah, a trophy, and her dad is not exactly around. She doesn't have family. That's right. I forgot about that. She's just a rat. (laughs) Anyway, so, back to Buffy. So, yeah, okay. Um, And then in the next episode, a meteorite falls from the sky. Um, And we get the return of some people that... um, So, what what should we talk about first? Like, I think because there's... There's, what, three things going on here? There's the, the demon from the skies. Mm-hmm. There's the stuff with Joyce. And then there's the government dudes yeah. that Riley calls in. And then there's Riley's Riley's bullshit, which involves the government's dudes. Yes. Frankly, I can't blame him. I mean, something falls from the sky and you're a former government agent. I kind of feel like Riley's place is back with them. Uh, yeah, it's... You saw how he he struggled not to say Agent Finn. Right. And I think having known lots of very recently Mm ex-military, they tend to be bad at adulting. Oh, yeah, because you're so used to the military taking care of a lot of your adulting needs. I was like That's why I don't think Riley's very helpful when uh, Buffy needs things dealt with with insurance and doctors because he's never 
Riley's never had to deal with that. Yeah, in the military, you're just on TRICARE, and that's, you know, the insurance you have. But And when you're active duty and when you're in uniform, like, other people are dealing with it, you know? Yeah. Other people are paying your rent and your bills and, you know, things are deducted from your paycheck and your check goes to your wife or your family. Like, everything is taken care of. Like, I, I recently learned that one of the biggest problems in veteran homelessness is when they get home, no one's taught them how to pay bills. It's true. Took me a hot minute to figure out that I have to pay attention to that shit. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think he's very helpful. He's still got, like, Graham still clearly thinks a lot of him. Oh, yeah. He's got the respect of enough higher-ups that Graham can say, hey, this guy is an asset and we should listen to what he says. Mm Mm-hmm. So... I feel like that could be his exit from the show is to say, hey, I'm going back into the military because that's where I belong and you don't even like me, Buffy. So that would be, oh man, that would be so easy. It's, I'm just, I'm not, I wouldn't, I would be fine if he gets killed, but that would be easy too. (laughs) I'm just not here for Buffy's ugly cry face. Okay. I don't want to see Buffy mourning again. Right. Because... Buffy's got enough on her plate. Yeah, she's got enough shit going on. And I don't want the rest of the season to be Buffy in despair about shit. So. Okay, that's that's fair. So, like, as much as I would, like, I think Riley's death would make the show better. Mm-hmm. This is not, like, the, the aftershock of it would bore me. Okay. So you want... Rather than Riley going out in a blaze of whatever, you want the gentle Riley fade away of going back to his old job. Let's do the fade away. <laughs> but anyway, okay, that's 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 a fair preference. I wonder how it'll turn out. I mean, we've seen what happens to love interests after they lose their um, usefulness. They get a spinoff show. I was, or they get killed by people on spinoff shows. Accurate. Yes. Wow. If there's a Spike spinoff show, I'm fucking quitting now. <laughs> Don't show him the schedule, guys. And, yeah. So, okay. Riley. Also, Riley is killing vampires by seducing them. Which is funny. Oh, I find it so distasteful. Him sit Like... <laughs> I was actively speculating with with girlfriend, like, what the fuck is he getting out of getting bled by a vampire? Do they have, like, some kind of venom in their teeth that gets you high? I feel like he's playing with the idea of being a vampire to... Because that's what Buffy likes. Oh. And that's what I thought was going on, was like, is he getting her to turn him? Mm. But then he stabs her, and I'm like, oh, nope, that's not what he's doing. Yeah, he's just playing with his food. Um, just like they're playing with him and seducing him, so. Yeah, I guess. I don't fair. feel bad for the vampires. I'm just like, Riley, you're kind of trash. Yeah, like, if you're going to kill him, just just kill him. Don't, don't, don't fuck around with them first. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. Uh, but also, yeah. like, Willow, what the fuck? What the fuck what? The beer hat? Really? Oh, yeah. She... Okay, so... 
The thing is, I know that girl, right? There's the person who, like, wants desperately to help and then just picks and just kind of flails when they're in the store getting you something special because they because nothing seems right so the most inappropriate thing becomes right in your head for a minute and then mm-hmm. you get there and it's like no no this is wrong but i can't turn back i have to give them something it's in a festive bag yeah yeah and then like the world history book for that was an expensive gift because we all know how expensive college textbooks are and that one was new clearly never been used i think she just swung by their house and picked up buffy's homework okay (laughs) but yeah buffy has not been attending very many classes i feel like buffy needs to drop out maybe because she's got like your life expectancy is not long buffy like in addition to dealing with your mom's uh stuff you brought you are this is cold of me to say but you need to start having a living will i think it's time for buffy to go to a trade school she could be an electrician or a plumber or a carpenter like xander and be making money now i feel like she needs to be an uber driver so that she can drop everything and go kill vampires when needs be Uber wasn't a thing yet. I, I, I know, but I don't think... We didn't even have smartphones. I didn't think any of those jobs provide the flexibility needed. And oh, honest. okay. Well, if it's flexibility we want... Well, let's see. What what could she be? I think she needs to like get a stipend from the Watchers Council. I think she needs to start her own security firm. Ooh. Yeah. Who would she... Okay, who's she got? She's got... She's got Ooh. Spike. Uh-huh. Spike he, would be an excellent security guard. At night, yes. Although he can't hurt humans, so pretty much he's just a human shield at that point. Well, a vampire shield. But you know what I mean. He's intimidating enough that... Yeah. I and, mean, security guards rarely get into fights. And he'd look good in dark glasses, and, you know, he could act like he was packing heat and, mm-hmm. you know, stuff. Anyway, he'd be he'd be excellent, and he'd work for any kind of money there is. Right. Uh, Willow could cast security enchantments, so you'll know when someone's crossing. No bad idea. Willow is bad at this. We've been over this. <clears throat> Fine. I veto that. Fine. Let's see. Who else could be in Buffy's security firm? Xander's pretty strapping. He's. Could give Larry a call. Okay. Yeah, Xander and Larry. I thought Larry died at graduation. Oh, that's right. He did. Damn it. Okay, but yeah, Xander could like wear a suit and talk into his sleeve and pretend that he's a security guy. Mm -hmm. Um, He'd screw it up real good, though, and get kidnapped. Riley. Um, Riley, yeah. He he would be a good security guy. And, you know, Buffy herself would be, you know, top dollar. Right. You invite Buffy when, you know, you need the best. Mm-hmm. She'd have to learn to wear like power suits, though. Jonathan. Jonathan. Jonathan isn't super anymore, sweetie. I know. <laughs> he's just Jonathan again, <laughs> and he's like five foot nothing. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, I just like even now feeling the pressure that Buffy is feeling. I'm like, girl, drop out of school. Like you, I know that you want to be a whole. Uh, 20-something in college and have the college experience, but it's too stressful for you and you've got other shit to deal with. And let me tell you from experience, past me and Buffy, college, while a wonderful time, 
does not guarantee your future. Yes. You can't get shit for jobs with a bachelor's degree anymore. No shit. Also, um, you are now facing the prospect that, like, it sucks for me to say this to you, but it's not just Joyce who might not be around. (gasps) Like, you just had a conversation with Spike about how uh, one little slip up, one little give in to that little voice that says, hey, it's all okay, you can stop now. Is all it takes. Yeah. So you have a little sister that you need to be thinking about. Yeah, they need to do some serious estate planning. Yes, they really do. I suspect Giles will be named the Godfather. Who's to say? But, yeah. Anyway, all of this is a lot of heavy shit that's really bearing down on Buffy. And I just, I don't feel like college is, at least for the semester dropout, you know? Right, yeah. Um, just take some incompletes. It's going to be fine. You can retake these courses next year. Also, Buffy is also a fan of watching the dishes therapy. Oh, yeah. The thing where you, like, turn the music on loud and turn the the water on loud so no one can hear you cry. Oh, wait. Did you mean actually washing dishes to get your rage out? No, there. It doesn't work for me, though. I get really fucking angry because I'm like, fuck you and fuck this spot that's not coming out. I'm going to leave it in the water for a week. Yes. It will soak. <laughs> soak, mother. Anyway. Uh, doing dishes is stressful as well. Uh, dishes is awful. But it was it was really uh, effective in like showing, like, oh, look, it's Buffy doing mom things. And just giving herself the space for a little breakdown, which mm-hmm. I thought was really healthy. Unfortunately, it happened while the ghoul was trying to eat her mom. So let's talk about the ghoul. Yes. I don't understand why it came from space. I don't either. Um, But you saw how it got there, right? Yeah, the shooting star. Yeah, but... Okay, so at the end of the episode, the little minion-y guy... Oh, that's right. Ben, the intern. He goes to talk to Ben and asks him, "Why, why did you pull the... Beastie from the sky. What the fuck is going on there? We'll get to there. We're not there yet. <laughs> okay. So, fine. and I, I genuinely liked them having to an actual detect, uh, an actual puzzle to solve with incomplete information. Okay. Uh, because, like I said, I'm really sick of them opening a book. Here's exactly what we need to know. No, <laughs> they had to put together. It's like, okay, so clearly something crawled out of this. Have there been any other instances of this? Well, yeah, the, but then, like, it doesn't, like, there didn't seem to be any long-lasting ramifications. And it's having to put together that, um, that this demon feeds on the mentally ill. Yeah. It eats crazy people. Yeah. And that poor security guard, who apparently is still alive. Not for much longer. <laughs> yeah, and he gets vomited up stuff. Onto his face. And drowns in it. Oh, God, that was upsetting. Yeah. This creature is fucking upsetting. It had all those teeth. You expect it to, like, be a face sucker. But no, it just spits on you till you die. Oh, God, that was really gross. Like, I, I hate it. I hate how cute the snake is. And then they have to throw this uh, dentata monster at us. <laughs> oh. With a fucking cocoon on its back. And, oh, God. Yeah. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. It was, it was, it was just a lot of mood whiplash. 
I feel like maybe I wouldn't be so grossed out if it, if I hadn't watched these two in a row. Maybe, yeah, if you'd had like a week in between. But I feel like they actually kind of work together. They had the same mood. Yeah, they did. But like, they're still like, I just looked at a cute snake. Oh, God, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, so the monster this time wasn't as adorable. It was gross. And it feeds on mentally ill people, and that bugs me. That's really gross. And apparently they can be summoned by people who think there's too many crazy people in the world. And, like, none of them seem to be crazy. Like, we don't know any of the five people in the mental ward, but both Joyce and that poor bald security dude are having flashes of seeing what's really there rather than um, what's not there. So, they're seeing what's really there instead of what they're supposed to see. Right. Um, But they're not making a whole hell of a lot of sense about it. Right. So, I'd say that they're still crazy. They're just different crazy. Okay. But just the idea that there exists a demon just to prey on vulnerable people and... I guess the creepiest part is that other people can pray for this to happen and feel better once it's gone on its rampage about the world. Well, yeah, because, That's the you disturbing know, part. Life's a lot easier when you're not taking care of sick people. Though I kind of want one to crash into the White House about now. Oh, man. It would be a feast. Yes. Like, oh, okay, so real talk. If that was a real thing... Would we pray for it to hit Washington, D.C.? And what kind of people does that make us? No. No? Why not? I wouldn't. How come? So the president lives in D.C. And yes. some of Congress lives in the very expensive uh, areas of D.C. Mm-hmm. Most of the rest of the city is low-income black. Ah. All the other terrible people that I want to be that may or may not have mental illness um, who hold the levers of power are all in the suburbs in Virginia and Maryland. What if we had it hit that golf course he's always going to? Mar-a-Lago? Yeah. No. I'm worried about the workers. So much collateral damage you're worried about. I really am. That's why you're a good person. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I I mean, I have to balance this with if Trump is dead, then we have Pence as president, which I think will be a lot worse. Well, okay. If there's a crazy people eater, it probably get Pence, too. I don't think Pence would be there. Oh. Okay, yeah. He might be at the OEOB. Yeah. So, also, don't watch The West Wing, guys. It ruined us. Yeah, it Um, did. (laughs) It ruined Washington. All right. Yeah, that. And then we have Dawn's... um, starting to question like everyone got that that was real for me too where don is like oh yeah why uh, does everyone keep saying that i'm not real yeah and that's gotta fuck you up as a early teenage girl holy crap because you already feel kind of unreal and nothing and everything's super intense and oh man yeah 14 13 14 sucked guys um, but then on top of that, to have random crazy people pointing at you and saying that you're an abomination, and not real. Um, yeah, that's, that's gotta be a special kind of 
fucked up in, with your head. And this is not like with where where Joyce is. This is not something that she and Buffy can tag team and say, "Okay, we need we have something that we need to tell you." Yeah. And uh yeah. It's just not good timing. Well, what did, how did you feel about Joyce realizing? I feel like Joyce has realized a couple of times and it's it, it didn't it, I knew that was going to happen that she was going to say, "Yes, we need to protect her." Okay, but did you re- did you know she was going to realize that yeah, because that's what happened when she first fainted. Okay. Because it's clear that um, when she goes into a dissociative episode, she it's clear that like see being through. within yeah, they're getting it. Like crazy people see real stuff. Okay. Sometimes and can see through spells. Okay. But also, and I probably like close to death people too. So makes sense. And cats. <laughs> He's giving me some side eye right now. I'm giving you all the side eye. So much side eye. Also, I don't want Willow and Tara to have a cat if they have a pet Amy. So, <laughs> pet Amy lives in her habit trail, and pet cat lives. Cats everywhere are crafty. Else. Yeah, yeah, they are. So <laughs> I had a cat eat my hamster. <gasps> oh no! And she took like she took her time demolishing that thing like slowly. So that I wouldn't notice the damage. Wow. Yes. That is some sneaky shit. Mm-hmm. Just worming her way in with a spoon night after night until she could finally pounce. Right. And then there's a cat. No, in she was trail. she was like slowly opening it up so that he could get out. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, come out and play. It's gonna be great out here. Mm-hmm. Wow, that is some sneaky bullshit. Yeah. yeah. So I'm a little worried about Amy. That's fair. So what else happened in this episode other than like me staring at the wall and being like, what the fuck, Joss? Um, Joyce goes home because she cannot stand it in the hospital one moment more with her head hurting like that. And I don't Which blame her. is really lucky. Yeah. Hospitals are the worst. They're the scariest places ever. And they smell bad. They smell bad and they're full of sick people and the food is terrible and, oh, God, the, all the sounds are really, really oppressive. Think, yeah. And all the lights are oppressive and the adjustable beds are oppressive. Like, everything uh, about hospitals is built to secrete misery. Yeah. And I hate them so much. So. Mm. So, yeah, she wants to go home. And be in her own bed, and Buffy and Dawn kind of prep for this. It's like, okay, it's going to be kind of rough, but we can handle it. They are not prepared. No, they're not. They are not prepared for how bad this shit is getting and how fast it's getting. Even if there was no slime spit demon, it would still have been the worst weekend of their lives. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what else to add other than, like, this okay. is this is super real and super scary. Dawn had a great moment. Dawn sees the the spit monster on her mom, and she, it looks like she's going to run away. But no, she's getting a fucking coat rack and nailing that son of a bitch right in the abdomen. That was good. Dawn, Dawn's got a bit of her sister. Yeah. I'm proud of does. her. So, I mean, those are our episodes. Like, that was, yeah, that was stressful to watch. Yeah, there's some, there's some, there's some realness happening, and it is rough. But... I really, I can't say this often enough. I really think it's a testament to 
how much the show has grown that they can even do this at all. I feel like the show has grown a lot, but this is this is a very big leap. Yeah. How are they doing? I mean, they're doing they're doing fine. I mean, yeah. I'd, I'm you're, still you're feeling it. I'm feeling it, yeah. So. I still wish the show was only 13 episodes because clear, like, yeah. we're not going to get around that there's going to be a lot of filler crap that I don't want to watch. But, I don't know, they hadn't realized that yet. Yeah, TV was different then. but Network TV was. Network TV was. We hadn't. We didn't have prestige cable TV yet. True. All right. I guess those are our episodes. Those are our episodes. Okay. So how about some new fucking patrons? Yeah, some new patrons. Hello, new patrons. Chess Andrews, Kayla Morris, Kristen Shetwind, Thomas Carver, Matthias Svensson, Maria Korotik, Heather M, Greg Arnold, Kate Tangus, Kristen Emerson. Veronica Karolik, Anna Sarway, Kaylee Zollinger, JSP, Paige Geyer, Cheryl Prayer, Lucia Bennett, Samantha Bises, JMW, and Christina Connolly. Welcome, guys. So we have something that we need fan engagement on. Yeah. So those of you who listen to other Unspoiled Network shows, like we've got The Constant, where we cover Lost, and then there's Westworld, and then there's Harry Potter, The Rereading. And the Dark Tower. And so we're putting together a merch store where, like, your favorite little in-jokes and things become t-shirts and stuff like that that you can buy. We want to know what you think should we sh- what, what kind of bitches and money merch should go up there okay. other than khaki camel toe. Because <laughs> I don't think that they're going to approve that. Um, I veto that, actually. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Done. Vetoed. Over. Don't look at me like that! Anyway, so what should it be? Should it be Jeff? Should it be a play on Back to Buffy? I mean, like, uh, what... What's our favorite catchphrase? What's our favorite catchphrase? What's man? your favorite of our catchphrases? Um, yeah. Yours is who's to say, which drives me fucking insane. Ah, uh, yeah, it's so satisfying. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so get on the Facebook group. Uh, we may be opening up a Slack channel soon. Like, we're trying to find some new avenues for engagement with you guys. We know that, like, Facebook kind of sucks and they're like, oh my god, Facebook is doing dating now. What? Oh, yeah. Oh Their my stock god, do I not? hard because oh. they they announced that they're going to be uh, introducing a dating service, which is the stupidest thing ever. But they already, like, have a bunch, they already have Tinder that they're partnered with. Tinder is powered by Facebook. They're not partnered with Tinder. Well, the Tinder uses a Facebook login for their... Oh, yeah. Facebook APIs doesn't mean there's a partnership. It just means they have access to the Facebook APIs. Okay, fine. Like, Facebook APIs are there for a reason. Like, Woke Sloth does, and uh, Diply don't have <laughs> okay, fine. partnerships either. They just use logins. Well, so They should charge more for their APIs and not do a dating service. Because they can't do it better. It's just a... Oh, my God. Well, it reminds me... This was, like, eight years ago, but there was a big controversy in that there was another dating site that um, was showing single people ads. Mm-hmm. And one guy got really mad because in that ad, it said, meet singles in your area. And, of course, his status was set to single, and they showed him, like, the single in his area was a picture of his dead wife. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. 
Oh my god. Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah, no Facebook, no. You have already like Facebook sucks, guys. Why do we Because everyone's on it and it's how I find out about parties. Yeah, I know. Yeah. All every post I've done Just for the last Mark, seven Mark, months. Have you tried making a good website? <laughs> Have you tried that? Has anyone in the boardroom said, hey, let's make it not suck? Instead of tweaking the algorithms, let's turn them off. (laughs) Oh my god, what a fantasy. Every once in a while, I'll do top stories and realize how much I'm missing from, or not top I'll do most recent versus top stories and realize exactly how much my friends' lives I'm missing because they keep showing me the same 15 goddamn posts over and over again. Mm Mm-hmm. So, anyway, this has been a Bitches and Money bitching about Facebook, and yeah, it sucks. Like, Tom from MySpace. Call I salute me. you. <laughs> no, it's like, the man made a website, it was, everybody loved it, and then he sold it for quite a few billion dollars and is living large, and I'm kind of like, I respect you, man. I know you sold it to um, Fox News, but... They're not doing fuck all with it. I know. They ended up spending a whole... Like, you got a bunch of money from them, and they didn't earn that money back with MySpace, so... Yeah, like, what was their plan there? They kind of go through these cycles where, like, okay, social media is a thing now. We need to acquire a social media thing. And then not have a plan? I mean, like, have you ever noticed that when you book your tickets for Disneyland, it's at go.com? That's because Facebook uh, acquired one of the very first social networking things, which... Oh, and well, they just sort of like said, okay, well, we have this domain. Let's use it for booking travel. Okay, I've never noticed that because when I need Disneyland tickets, I go to my mom in, in one of the ticket booths. You're right. <laughs> so, guys, if you ever go to Disneyland and buy tickets right there at the ticket booths, you best be nice to all of those people because one of them could be my mom. Right. Are you bitches' mom? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She doesn't know I'm called that. <laughs> All right, guys. So it's been fun. It's uh, late and we need to go uh, sleep and recover from this very traumatizing pair of episodes. So we love you. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank-